Welcome back, Money Talkers, to this is the High Impact Series. I just got off an amazing interview with Brad Zood. Uh, he just brought all kinds of uh, fun, entertaining stories, and then we really have figured out we have a really very similar background. But this is the High Impact Series. So if you haven't listened to that one, go listen to it. You're going to get a lot out of it. But this is designed to ask a one question, have a takeaway for you to be able to take your earbuds out, take your headphones off, and go have a money talk with your kid. If you just did this once a week, if you just made the time to do this once a week, take 15, 20 minutes. In one year, you'll have 52 money talks with your kid. Not only are you going to change your kid's financial future and trajectory, but you're also going to be able to develop that relationship so that later down in life, when they have bigger questions and bigger things they need to talk to you about, you're going to be there and uh, you're going to have that connection. So at that on board brad are you ready to roll i i am i am lay the question on me all right let's go so here's the big question right what is the one thing that you would teach about in our schools that you know that they don't and has had a major impact on your life oh man um you know i would the one i i would just you know entrepreneurship in schools is not like a it's not a class. It's not, it's not an idea. It's not a concept. You know, I, I, I think that schools have, um, I don't want to get overboard, but like an agenda, right? I mean, they, they don't, they, they, they teach people to go to school and go to college and accrue debt and to get a good job, to work for a company and all this kind of stuff. And it's, the, it's just a different track than being an entrepreneurship. So I, I want, I would like schools to teach that, Hey, you're uniquely qualified and you're a big boy and you can go out and work for yourself and start your own company and start your own business, you know, and just that mindset of, of, Hey, there, there's more than one option to just go out, accrue a bunch of debt, pay your debt off your whole life. And then, you know, retire with just a tiny bit of money. Um, yeah. You know, um, and I also think there's another effect when we don't do that is that, you know, there are a big substantial part of the population that don't go to college, right? That they weren't the ones that got accepted. And so all of a sudden it's kind of, I think there's a negative effect there where they're like, well, I'm not going to be successful. Right. And I think that's such a falsehood that is just egregious that we even plant that seed because 80% of millionaires are self-made, right? And so they don't come from a silver spoon. They don't, and it doesn't, no one's ever, my banker has never asked for my report card, you know? And so I think that uh, being able to- Let me drop, let me drop my mic here. <laughs> that mic drop moment. <laughs> you know? And so it, I, I just, you know, we don't tell kids that. It's like, oh, you didn't get good grades? Psh, well, your life's going to be tough, you know? And I get it. I don't want to tell my kids to like be bad at school, you know? I, I don't want them to do that. But Yeah, education has its place, but it's not, it's not the end-all be-all, you know? Yeah. You're, you're, there's, there's more opportunity that, and schools don't highlight that. They want, they want you to toe the line of getting good grades somehow translates into making good money. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it, there's no correlation i mean there is a, a fact that like if you learn how to like traits i think like if you work hard you know if you study hard if you if you study your craft like i can see how those things are translatable but i just want them to introduce the concept that there is another path right that they have that entrepreneurship what does it look like well it looks like the you know the bigger problems you can solve you're not trading time for money right you can solve bigger problems and then it becomes exponentially how do you deliver those things and, you know, I had to ask me one time, you know, if, if uh, they say that teaching personal finance in high schools um, is inefficient, right? right? Because it should be taught at home. 
And I said, they said, what do you say about that? And I was like, how, well, yeah, efficient, how efficient is it if you're not teaching it at all? Well, or more important, okay, their parents went to school, so their parents didn't learn it in school. So where did their parents learn it in order to teach the kids how to do it, right? It's the vicious cycle. Yeah. Well, I was like, and then you know what my response also was? I was like, have you ever gotten a text message from a teenager? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, how's 12 years of English class working out? Is that efficient? Really? <laughs> I can name that tune in 12 characters. Yeah. I'm like, I got to decipher this thing. So, <laughs> I don't, you know, and now we're just talking in pictures, like emojis. <laughs> you know, Crazy. You know, we got 12 years of English class and all you do is send kissy face emojis. And I'm just like. And, and the people in the world crushing it right now are the people who have social media skills who understand how to turn whatever it is onto social media. I mean, companies are hiring millennials to, to, to do all these things. And man, you know, ah, social media will be a main source of income for a lot of our children and things. And it already is now just like this podcast, you know, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't agree more on that, that we just, uh, that's why I love your point that we got to teach frameworks. Right. And I think that, um, I think the task of teaching entrepreneurship in skill in schools is probably daunting for people that have never been entrepreneurs. Right. Like, I think that might be the catch 22 is that you have, teachers that are generally, you know, paycheck people and, and W2s and haven't done it. And so we're probably getting lost in the weeds of like, how do we teach entrepreneurship? So we don't know how, so we're just not going to do it as opposed to if they had stepped out and said, okay, let's talk about the frameworks of what you need, the steps you need, would need to do. Yeah. I, you know, you can read a book on riding a horse all you want to, but you just got to go out and get on that horse. That's how you learn to ride a horse. You know, yeah, there's a couple things maybe that are nice to know up front from a book, but man, you, and, and it's same with business. You, you just, you got to go do it. And, and, and parents have to go do it so that they can, they can take their kids with on the journey so that their kids can learn how to do it. You can't, yeah. you don't sit down and read a book to your kids on how to be an entrepreneur. I mean, that's good at a certain age to plant the seed and all that kind of stuff. But like parents have to be in the game and then they have to get their kids in the game. <laughs> yeah i don't even know if there is a book of just how to be an entrepreneur like everything's so specialized you know like <laughs> i just think about that the, the book of entrepreneurship that we could just pass along you know <laughs> yeah maybe why it's not taught in schools because they don't even have course materials to teach it, you know there's your next there's your next deal man there it is there there's it your is. Little, we found boom, it. you know right there <laughs> we found it <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll give you my address to send me 10 percent we'll do we'll do we'll have those uh checks ready in the mail so yeah, <laughs> well, listen, I think that, um, I think that's a great takeaway, uh, is to just start to go talk to your kids right now, take the headphones out, have that talk with them about like, you know, what could you be like, right? Like what, what could you, and instead of saying like, what kind of job do you want? Like what kind of problems could you solve? What kind of people do you want to be around when you solve those problems? You know, yeah. do you, do you gravitate towards a certain set of people that you like, you know, do you like people who don't talk a lot? Do you like people who talk all the time? Do you like, yeah. you know, parents, do you want to help kids? Do you want to do what? And start narrowing those things down. Yeah. And, and you know, most kids can't even articulate what their parents do. No. Right. I mean, explain, explain what you do and how your business works and your role in that and how money flows in. And then being, you know, uh, well, my, my, my dad, you know, my dad sells cars. My dad's a dentist. Okay. Well, so what you're saying is people, he solves a big problem by tooth, by people who have toothaches and he's able to charge a lot of money because he's really good at fulfilling people's toothaches. So he solves a big problem so he can make big money, you know? Yeah. That's the, that's the correlation I think right there that, uh, that we, we miss a lot of times. So it's just saying like, what do you want to do? It's like, okay, like if you want to make bigger, bigger money, 
you got to solve bigger problems and you can leverage those things. So some people will work for $8 an hour because everyone can do the task. Some people make $800 an hour because they're the best at doing that task. Yep. They've learned it. And so yep. that concept of, okay, well, what happens in life if I, if I learn the big things to solve, this is the amount of money you could make over 40 years or 50 years. This is the amount of money that you make the other way. You know, and I think that motivational why then becomes apparent to kids pretty quickly. Absolutely. So that's awesome, man. Listen, Brad, I want to thank you so much for coming on Money Talkers with me. Um, My pleasure. If, if, uh, if the listening audience wants to find out more about you, where do they come find you? Yeah, so I've got a, a great podcast, Parenting with the Zoods. I've got a YouTube channel, The Zoods. Um, you can go to influencerparenting.com, mybabycansleep.com, and uh, find me anywhere. I'm happy to talk and encourage you guys and, uh, you know, help you pivot and help you do better. It's not about where you've been, pivoting, doing better, whether it's in your business or your parenting, and uh, make yourself a better person. Man, that's great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kid's financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.